Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the first ever Crucible Chat podcast. Yes, my name is Mike. You might know me on YouTube as The Gadget Addict, and every week I do Crucible Chat, which is a opportunity for me to get things off my chest and talk about whatever the hell I want outside of my normal Let's Plays. And I've decided to make this a monthly podcast, uh, just basically giving you all the Crucible Chats I've done in the past month, just because I do know there are people who are fans of the Crucible Chat, but who don't often get to watch it on a Saturday when it comes out, or they might forget about it. At least this way you can download it, and you can take it with you, and you can just run through the commentaries that I've made. So there's three uh, Crucible Chats in this podcast, so please do enjoy it. Please do subscribe as well, and if you feel like it, you can go on to my YouTube channel and subscribe to that too. Head over to www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addicts. That is www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addicts. Hit that big red subscribe button, tell me you came from the podcast, and we'll have all sorts of fun and games in the future. So let's get straight into it. Thank you for checking this out. See you later. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chat. Yes, it's Saturday, it's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts, and in the background, we have a bit of Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, a bit of me failing to do anything of any significance on the Walker Assault map. Um, I'm enjoying that game. It's really, it's So far, it's really good from the little snippet that we've seen. But anyway, that's not what I want to talk about today. No, I want to talk about fools and how they can be so easily separated from their money. Now, I don't know if any of you saw this earlier this week, but there's a news article on Eurogamer that I read and I found incredibly funny. The link's in the description for it. Basically, uh, some high-profile FIFA YouTubers got hacked in the last week or so, and they reacted so badly, and I found it so hilarious. So the whole story is, uh, last month, uh, a few FIFA YouTubers, hang on, I've got the names here, uh, Anison Gibb, W2S, Nepenthes, Nick2AT, Bateson87, and MattHDGamer, all had their FIFA accounts hacked and they had their players deleted and all of their FIFA coins redistributed elsewhere, basically not in their accounts. And they then took to YouTube to talk about it. And they lost their shit. They all made these ridiculous, fucked up, screaming videos, getting so angry. Uh, I mean, Matt HD Gamer, he went on ballistic fucking screaming at the camera I'm, and dropping C-bombs here, there and everywhere. That was a W2S fella. Was it W2S? Yeah, W2S. He picked up his gaming chair and threw it across the room and started screaming down messages directly at EA. Basically, what had happened is, although from the story, well, they all have slightly different stories on it, but the general gist of it is that someone, the hackers had well hadn't actually hacked they did a a social engineering trick by going through uh, ea's help desk their online chat thing uh providing the gamer tag of these youtubers uh and then kind of spoofing with information that they already knew from youtube from twitter and facebook and that and then kind of getting access into their accounts that way and i'm going to highlight w uh, w2s because he in particular got my goat with his take on the situation. So his little story. Uh, and you, the videos are in the Eurogamer article, so by all means, go look at their videos as well. If you can stomach grown men-ish screaming on, like, ridiculous children. 
Ugh. But anyway, yeah, so his story, he recounted exactly what happened. So he... Because he's a FIFA YouTuber, he wanted to get content out early, as you would expect he would. As all us YouTubers want to. You know, we all want to get that early jump on the views. Uh, he went and th there was a thing with Ar Argos, a retailer in the UK. They had this kind of workaround where if you bought the FIFA 16 Xbox One bundle... Somehow you got it like two or three days before the game actually went on sale to the general public. So he ended up actually getting the game early. And he, he went on, he started playing. And well, in fact, and rather than starting playing, he went on and he put £2,000 or there and about into FIFA packs, into the FIFA Ultimate Team packs. Now again, if you haven't played FIFA Ultimate Team, and I haven't, but I know a fair bit about it, you can buy these packs. It's like Pokemon cards. They're digital blind packs and you get players in them. And the whole idea is, you you know, you you get, buy the packs for real money. Um, and then, you know, you try and build a good team with what you get. And you can, like, you can trade players. And there's a whole economy that goes with it. Um, and then, you know, if you don't want to buy packs, you can put real money into F FIFA dollars or whatever they are. And then go into the internal tr trading system and buy players off people. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so we put £2,000 or about three and a half thousand dollars into FIFA Ultimate Team. And he amassed a team of, like, all the fucking legends. I mean, he had, like, all the legacy guys, like George Best in there. He had... I think he had Neymar and... It, I don't know. Just name some footballers. I don't fucking know. I don't really care that much about football. But, um, yeah, so he he put um, all this money into it. And then what the hackers did was they deleted all of his players and all of his stock of spare players and then siphoned off his money, and basically he went from having about 8 million FIFA credits to having 140,000 or something like that, which isn't worth a lot. And he went on with FIFA customer services, and they eventually, as a goodwill gesture, refunded him about 4 million FIFA coins. And then in his video, he went on to then like work out how much his team was worth, and then scream at EA because they didn't give him the money back. And he claims he lost about a thousand pound. Now, you see what this says to me. Okay, part of the issue is on EA because their security policies clearly aren't good enough. If someone can just do a social engineering trick over the EA live chat and get someone's details, that's pretty shitty. However, the onus is also on the player of the game, on these YouTubers, to have the right adequate security. Now, I don't have an EA account. I don't know what's consistent of it, but I can guarantee you this. Every account that I've got where I can either put money into something, so like, for instance, the Gmail account that my PlayStation's tied to, um, the Gmail account my uh, Apple ID is applied to, all that kind of thing, they all have two-step verification. I make sure I'm secure on fucking everything. The password for my PlayStation, I'm, obviously I'm not going to say it, but the password from the PlayStation, I generate it off a random number generator. And I have it written down somewhere if I ever need to put it in. You know, it, it's that kind of thing. I don't have standard passwords to these things because I've seen a lot of things with YouTubers as, as well being hacked. Um, Dailies, uh, a guy I know from the Watchers Game Community, I believe his his channel was hacked recently. Uh, I've seen people have all their videos deleted. I've seen people have their account, their YouTube account shut down. Apocalypse, it happened to him the other day. Uh, he set up a second channel. Uh, after his first one, it had issues with tags. Uh, he got about 8,000 subscribers on that one, and then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone. Someone hacked in and deleted the account. So he's had to revert back to his old channel. Not that he's doing him any harm. He, had, he still had 25,000 subscribers on the other one, but the point is, I've seen a lot of people being hacked recently. 
and it's got me a little bit security paranoid. So, I, you know, I've enabled two-step verification on all of my various Gmail accounts. Um, my PayPal account has a ridiculous password that I have to try and remember every time I want to log into it. You know, stuff like that. Everything I try to keep as secure as possible. And I try to avoid having cards tied to accounts and stuff like that. And like, I, I, Whenever I want to buy something on PlayStation Network, I buy a voucher for that value, put the code in, and then buy it if that makes sense, rather than having like a debit or a credit card attached to the account. It just seems to make more sense that way to me. But if I ever do get hacked, and please, ooh, touch wood. Yeah, touch wood, that doesn't happen. I'm not going to go and make a video screaming at the camera, like proper fuck, 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 fucking fuck, kind of screaming. I mean, these guys would... Being the most ridiculous, obnoxious, horrible people you could ever expect. All because someone wiped out some digital content. And you know what? To be honest, more fool them for putting that much money into a fucking game. You know, one, the security wasn't right. Two, okay, slightly EA's fault. Three, who the fuck in their right mind puts £2,000 into a game? Plus then spends £400 on an Xbox bundle so they can play the game three days fucking early. I'm sorry, like, but even if I ever get to be a big YouTuber and I'm earning that cash money, even if I'm earning that fucking YouTube cash, I am not going to buy a game and pump £2,000 into digital fucking content. That's on the disc anyway. All the player skins are on the disc. All you're doing is unlocking cards so you can play as these players online. No! I mean, I've said this before, if I dropped a £100 on advanced supply drop vid- advanced supply drops in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and made a video saying, hey, look at all these fantastic guns I've got, I would lose subscribers left, right and centre. Sorry, I'm getting really annoyed by this now because these kids, these guys, these kids, I don't even know how old they are, they look, kind of, they look younger than me anyway, so I'm going to call them kids. These kids, the, making the biggest noise and the Biggest stink on YouTube for the most ridiculous of things. So, yeah, yeah, your account gets hacked. Fine. Go on video and say, hey, guys, look, I had this fantastic team yesterday. I showed you on Twitter. I showed you on a video. Someone hacked me. It's gone. It fucking sucks. But you know what? I'm going to start again. I would have a lot more respect for them if they did that. And I have seen people do videos like that. Uh, Jerry Van Horn, uh, Silent Sabbath Gamer, or uh, he's had a few channels. He did that. He got hacked once and he lost his channel. He came back, he made a new channel. Hey guys, it really fucking sucked, but I'm still here, I'm still fighting the good fight. Oh man, these fucking idiots annoy me so much because I work hard at YouTube and they've probably worked hard at YouTube before, but they're taking it so much for granted. It is their living, but they are taking the fact that they are big YouTubers for granted. And you know, bragging about the fact that, hey look, we've got the Two of the three of the top ten teams on FIFA Ultimate Team. You you can see their fucking gamer tag on the dashboard of FIFA Ultimate Team. They even one of them even showed a screenshot of it. Just showed that he was so high up the rankings. So you know it's fucking easy. Anybody could just get their gamer tag and go to EA. Says, hey, by the way, I can't get into this account. Here's my gamer tag. Okay, can you confirm an email address? Hang on a sec. YouTube about page business. Yada 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 at gmail.com. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the most ridiculous thing. They have so much public information out there. Their accounts aren't secure, and they put stupid amounts of money into the game. Breathe, Michael. (laughs) Okay, I think that's my rant over. I've been sitting on this rant for three days now, and I really wanted just to get it out. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, people are free to put in money in the microtransactions all they want. I'm not going to judge anybody for that. I will judge you, however, if you put £2,000 or $3,500 into a game. I'm sorry, but I will judge you there. And I'll judge you as an idiot who has far too much money. Anyway, <laughs> let me know what you think in the comments below. If you enjoyed this, please do make sure you leave a like and subscribe and come back next time for more Crucible Chat. For now, though, thank you for watching and good night. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chart. Yes, it's Saturday. It's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addict. And in the background, you've got the last ever Call of Duty Advanced Warfare that you'll be seeing on this channel. Because, of course, the next week it is Call of Duty Black Ops 3, and you'll be seeing a fuck ton of that. So make of that what you will. Uh, this week, I wanted to talk to you all about YouTube Red. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it launched this week in, in the States. YouTube Red is YouTube's own new uh, subscription service, shall we say. Um, and it's got a lot of people, for right or wrong reasons, quite annoyed. And I just wanted to go over a few things about it, really. So, for the quick background, YouTube Red um, is, as I said, YouTube's own subscription service. It costs $10 a month in the States, or $13 a month if you sign up for an iPhone, which I don't, through an iPhone, which I don't understand why. But anyway, yeah, it costs you per month. And for that, you get a host of things, such as uh, you don't get ads served in front of videos. You basically get an ad-free experience. Um, you get the option to download videos to watch later, like offline watching. Uh, you get a Google... Uh, what's it? Google Music subscription, so, like, for music streaming. And a host of other things. Uh, you also get access to YouTube Music when that comes out, or YouTube Music Key or something, whatever the fuck that's called when it comes out. But anyway, yeah, so you get a few little benefits for your tenor a month. And YouTubers around the world have gone ballistic about this because everyone seems to think that it's YouTube's way of taking more money from the viewers and not giving it back to the creators, which is complete and utter, utter fucking shit. I'm sorry, but I've seen so many people bitching on about YouTube Red saying, Oh my god, we're going to have to go find another platform to share our Minecraft videos. It's just like, seriously, people are still going to get paid. YouTube have already said they are still going to pay people. So get that out of your fucking head for a start, right? Okay, here we go. We start again. So YouTube Red, yeah, people are still going to get paid. What has changed, though, is the way you get paid. So, previously you get paid on advert views and whether someone has watched all of the advert or part of the advert or can click skip or clicked on the advert at some point. But basically your earnings as a YouTuber are tied to your views. So basically the more views you get on adverts, the more money you get. Simple as. Well, it's changed now with YouTube Red because obviously people aren't getting served adverts and basing it off views wouldn't be fair because there are so many videos out there where people will drop in and drop out within the first 10 seconds. So what's changed now is that people people who view videos who are subscribed to YouTube Red, that little percentage of their monthly payment will go to the creator based on how much time is watched of a video now. 
So it doesn't matter how many views a video has, it is now the retention that counts. It is how many minutes of that video, how, what percentage of the video is watched. Which, in my mind, is actually a pretty good thing because it then encourages creators to actually make good content because they need, they need to attract the viewer and keep the viewer interested. You know, it it stops people from view botting. It stops people from just going, hey, can you click on this advert when you watch my video or can you open this video and just leave for 10 seconds and fuck off? You know, that kind of thing. It means the creators have to actually get better because they'll see a dip in their earnings. And especially for the creators who actually make a living out of YouTube. Um, case in point, I think PewDiePie, for all he has some of the highest views of any gamer on YouTube, he has one of the lowest retention rates because although he does short less than 10 minute videos, people tend not to watch the whole things. You know, his... The best retention he has is like his funny moments montages, which basically cuts out all of the shit and gets to what people actually want to see. Him yelling and swearing and being funny, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you need to actually keep the viewer there and you need to keep people watching the video to actually earn any money on it, which I, I like that idea because it seems fairer because, I mean, I do longer videos... And my retention is actually pretty good. I've got about a 40% retention where people will watch my videos from start to finish, which I'm very thankful for. And I'm very impressed that when I release like 45 minute long or hour long videos, people seem to like to sit down with a cup of tea and watch them all, which is great. Um, but I know a lot of people who are then going to see a massive drop in their earnings because of this. Now, it's not to say that at this level, that the level I'm at, I'm making a lot of money. I'm really, 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 really fucking not. But, you know, it's just nice to know that we are still going to get paid. There was also some issue about YouTube saying that with YouTube Red, you get a 30-day free trial. And apparently they're not paying creators for that, that period. That is a dick move. I don't agree with that because at the end of the day, it's not the creator's decision to allow people to view everything for free. YouTube should have made some kind of concession towards this. And they've been very cagey about it. There's been because it's been like about a week and a half since it's been announced, and people have been asking YouTube constantly about being paid. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are basically pissed off about the fact that people who su subscribe to YouTube Red get the first month for free, and those people don't generate any earnings for creators. So basically, everyone says you're going to get a dip in earnings in November. But the overriding point that I kind of want to circle back around to, because I'm aware that I'm prattling on here, <laughs> is the fact that if you make YouTube videos, you're not going to see a fucking difference. You really, really aren't. Because, especially when you're at the lower level, and you make such meager earnings anyway, I think I made like $13 this month, something ridiculous like that. When you're making such low-level earnings... It doesn't matter if you have a month where maybe, I don't know, 5% of your viewer base are suddenly subscribed to YouTube Red. The vast majority of people are not going to subscribe to YouTube Red because people who want to see without adverts, people who want to view without adverts, rather, are already using Adblock and Adblock Plus. So you, you weren't getting paid for those views anyway because the, those adverts weren't being seen. And the few people that do sign up on mobile so they can like download the videos and watch them later, that is going to be a tiny percentage of people. It's going to be a tiny percentage of people who set up with YouTube Red. Basically, a lot of people are getting their panties in a twist for no fucking good reason. It's the same as the people who got annoyed by YouTube gaming. Uh, the concept that, oh my god, you can stream via YouTube, oh, but Twitch is so much better. It's like, 
who gives a shit? Really, honestly, who gives a flying fuck about these kind of things? I can understand if I was up there and my living was dependent on YouTube, I would have some questions to ask about the free trials and how I would then get paid and that kind of thing. I would. But at this level here where most of my monthly income comes from actually working a job rather than doing YouTube, I'd like it to be the other way around, but, you know, at this point, it doesn't really make a fucking difference. And for the vast majority of YouTubers, it doesn't make a difference because we all work. Like, 99% of the people who upload videos to YouTube still have a day job or some other form of income that isn't just YouTube. It's very few people who actually get to quit work to do YouTube full-time, and they might be affected to a point, but if they've got any nous about them, they would have enough money in their savings to be able to weather a bad month. I mean, hell, January is always a terrible month for YouTube earnings because people aren't advertising anything. November, December is great because it's pre-Christmas, so the advertising revenue goes to the fucking roof. Everybody has a slump in January and February because people are naturally just advertising stuff less, except gyms who are at, and health food places. They're advertising through the roof. Um, the one other thing that YouTube Red gives you that I didn't mention before that I wanted to kind of touch on was this idea of... Uh, original programming that they're taking on Netflix. And the one they've announced so far is Scare PewDiePie. And basically, the concept of that is the PewDiePie gets put in a haunted house kind of thing, set up by the people who made the horror effects for The Walking Dead, and they try to jump scare him. Now, I'm all for YouTube making original programming and original content, but I think I'd rather save my tenner a month. Thank you very much. I don't need to see that idiot getting scared. I mean, I can do that for free by going on to one of his amnesia videos. But yeah, it, there is no reason for me to subscribe to YouTube Red. And to, to be fair, for a lot of people, there isn't really much of a reason. The only reason I could see that it would be useful is if I was commuting on the train every day and I didn't want to waste all my data allowance so I could download videos. And that's it. But there are ways and means around that anyway, which I won't get into. But uh, yeah, so this is my thoughts on YouTube Red. Please do let me know what you think in the comments below. Leave a like if you enjoyed this. Leave a dislike if you didn't. Um, if you're brand new, please do subscribe. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers this month. Uh, well, November. And come back next week for more Crucible Chat when it will be with Black Ops 3 in the background. For now, though, thank you for watching and good night. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chat. Yes, it's Saturday. It's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addict. And in the background, you will see some Black Ops 3 gameplay. Uh, I think this is on Aquarium. I think I actually I go even on this one. It's not my best gameplay ever, but I didn't have time to record something new, so I used some of gold. Anyway, what I wanted to talk to you today is the Curse of the Collector. Yes, I am... Um, well, if you don't already know, I am a massive fan of collecting things. I have many, many collections that have cost me a lot of money over the years. Uh, for instance, even just looking in my room, I have a massive stack of pop vinyls. I have seven guitars. I have a multitude of things that I just seem to acquire more of every time I go out shopping. 
But specifically, what I wanted to talk about was collector's editions of games. Yes, because, again, if you know, if you pay attention to the channel, I love collector's editions. I've done a couple of unboxings this year. The uh, Nightmare Edition of Bloodborne and the Pip-Boy Edition of Fallout 4, both of which are fantastic, both of which I love. However, I get the feeling at the minute the games publishers, and I'm not saying developers here because collector's editions, I believe, tend to be more based around a publisher's decision rather than a dev's. But I kind of get the feeling that they're starting to take the piss a little bit. Like, for instance, when Borderlands 2 was remastered for the current-gen consoles, there was the... um, I think it was something like the Handsome Edition or the Claptrap Edition or something. Either way, you got a little remote control Claptrap, which, to be fair, much as I don't like Borderlands, and I've don't get me wrong, I've tried, I wanted to like Borderlands, I just couldn't get into it. But much as I didn't like the game, I really wanted to buy that because I wanted the remote control Claptrap. And that's to the point of my, <laughs> my obsession with collector's editions. But the reason I think they're taking the piss now is they've just announced, like, nine months after the game's been out... A second one with a different version of Claptrap, which has a painted-on moustache, and it's sort of the Gentleman's Edition, or something ridiculous like that. And it begs the question, why? Why the fuck are they doing this? Um, The main one, though, that's really kind of put my heckles up is for Dark Souls 3. Now, obviously, you all know I adore Dark Souls. I'm obsessed by it. I love it. I love the Souls series and Bloodborne and Demon Souls. and Oh, my God, I love them so much. Dark Souls 3 is going to have two collector's editions. One, well, one is the collector's edition, which has 25-inch statue, record, and these were kind of leaked from a um, retailer in the Middle East. The collector's edition with a 25-inch, a 25-centimeter statue is supposed to be something like $130, so that's what the price was on that site that was leaked. But then there is another edition, which I can't remember what it's actually called. It's something like the Master's Edition or something like that, or the Obsessive Edition or something ridiculous. But it's it's got a 40-centimeter statue of the Lord of Cinder. And it's looking to be $490. I'm sorry, but much as I love Dark Souls, there is no fucking way on earth I am going to spend what equates to nearly £300... On a fucking statue. I'm sorry. It's but the problem is my right mind says, fuck that, you're not gonna pay that much for it. And then there's that little part in the back of my brain that goes, But you need it, you love this series. You need both. Why not buy both? It's only money. I don't know why he sounds a little bit like the Joker, but <laughs> it's just like, oh why do they do this to me? Because I love these collector's editions. I mean, hell, I've been going on eBay for the past few weeks, and I've just managed to find the Managed, finally managed to get a copy of the Black Phantom Edition for Demon Souls. Uh, I already own Demon Souls, but the Black Phantom Edition, that was one that upset me, shall we say, because I bought Demon Souls back in 2010. And I bought it secondhand from the now defunct Game Station. And they had Demon Souls secondhand for £20. And they had Demon Souls Black Phantom Edition for £25. And I thought, oh, I don't know, I don't want to spend the more money on a game that I might not like, and it turns out I adore it and I'm obsessed by it. And I thought for a five or more, I could have had the collector's edition. And it's chewed at me for a long time. And I finally found it on eBay, and I bought it, and it's going to get delivered soon. And then, of course, eBay and their wonderful ways of getting you to spend more money 
put up, hey, you bought this. You might like this. Here's the Dark Souls limited edition, which I also don't have because I bought the Perpetual edition of Dark Souls. And it's just, oh my god, it just twists around in your head. And it drives me insane. I mean, like, properly insane. Like, ridiculous. But <laughs> the the way they're doing it with Dark Souls 3, that's actually really annoying me. Um, and then there's, there's all the other ways, like, the pre-order bonuses and stuff like that, which I know I've talked about on the channel before. But, like, say, for instance, uh, Black Ops 3, which you're seeing in the background here. I, I didn't pre... Well, I didn't pre-order from anywhere. Uh, Louise or Shadowfax gave me it because I won her competition. But there was the whole thing about, hey, you can get Nuketown if you pre-order the game. Actually, no, you can get Nuketown if you pre-order it from Game, the shop, rather than from Amazon or wherever. And I've seen quite a few people actually getting disproportionately annoyed about the fact that they don't have the Nuketown map. Uh, because it was a pre-order bonus lock to either the digital edition of the game or to a single retailer in the UK. And in that case, I mean, that I'm not really bothered about it. It's a map. But it's a growing trend where publishers are trying to get as much as physically possible out of gamers. And it, to be understand, it's understandable because they want to make money. M making money is what they're in the business of. But at the end of the day, it smacks a bad faith. Because, like I say, with Dark Souls 3, the two special editions are fantastic. They're beautiful to look at. But why have two of them? Why gouge like that? If they just had the 40, 40 centimeter statue, and that was the only one, and it was still 300 quid, I'd probably be more inclined to actually get it. Because at the end of the day, then, it is a thing. It exists. But it is not a thing that if I buy it, I can't get the other thing. Do you see where I'm going with this one? It's a bit of a strange concept to wrap your head around. But it's something that's actually really disproportionately annoyed me because at the end of the day, I don't have all the money in the world, much as I'd like all the money in the world, to buy these things. And I do have quite a lot of collector's editions anyway. I mean, even just looking in, in my little recording room right now, I've got um, a game-exclusive version of Fallout 3, which came with the Brotherhood of Steel statue. I've got the Half-Life 2 collector's tin, Halo Reach collector's edition. Uh, countless other ones like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Atlas Edition. I've got the Bloodborne um, Nightmare Edition, as I said. I've got the Pip-Boy for Fallout. Uh, I've got the Dark Souls 2 Collector's Edition downstairs, which has a nice big statue with it. And these are all things that I cherish and I adore. But it's going to reach a point where I can't, I'm going to have to stop getting these. And that annoys me beyond belief. I mean, like, when I bought The Witcher, I wanted so much to be able to buy... The statue edition, which had this huge statue of Geralt fighting the royal griffin. I mean, that was £150, and to be fair, the statue was fantastic. But even then, it's just, it's just, it's more money, it's more money, it's more money. And all I want to be able to do is just buy a nice edition of a game that I can display proudly. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's one of these things where publishers will always kind of gouge the money and... We as gamers either need to vote with our wallets or put up with it and just buy it all. And unfortunately, I'm in the camp where I'm probably going to end up buying it all. Anyway, that's all I've got to say. If you enjoyed this, please do leave a like and subscribe. Let me know in the comments below what you thought about this. And come back next week for more Crucible Chat. For now, though, thank you for watching. Good night. Well, that's it for this week. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for everyone who's downloaded this and had a listen to it. 
as I said at the beginning, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel by going to www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addicts. That's www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addicts. And if you're keen on just having it as a monthly podcast, then please do click subscribe in iTunes, uh, or you can go to the SoundCloud and you can download it from there every week. But anyway, thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,